Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Loveline with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Don't ever leave me again. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm back. You were missed. Back in full effect. You were missed. Yeah? Yeah. Um, was it Was it hard? Uh, yeah, I, I kept looking over at the empty chair to talk to you and you weren't there. <laughs> so then I'd swivel to the other side and try to talk to Anne and she would drop a sensor, a cent or two, and then I'd turn back to the empty chair. And she would just put like a thumbs up. You're like, I need you to talk. Fill in the gap. <laughs> <laughs> Stretch it out. So well, how was your week otherwise? My week was really good. So, um, lots going on at the Harvey Weinstein thing. And I was doing a oh, lot of fuck, news yeah. talking about that. And just trying to kind of, you know, give the male and the psychological perspective around that. Okay. So let's, let, can we talk about that for a second? Please. So my dear friend, Lisa Bloom, Mm -hmm. she was representing, uh, Harvey at first and she, she called me because she knows, you know, obviously, you know, I'm a feminist and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I didn't quite understand, but I didn't really know that she was representing him until she called me. And she said, look, he was a friend of mine um, and he was accused of sexual harassment at work. Now, she said that she was not going to blame any victims. She was just trying to see if she could right his wrongs or try to get him to apologize as a feminist lawyer um, to try to make him understand uh what he did was wrong. This now this was just sexual harassment at first. Right. Right. Okay. So she she also uh said that, you know, um that he he had came to her and was like, look, I'm an old guy. Maybe I'm a bit out of touch on what sexual harassment is. Okay. Which listen, guess what? I understand that because it comes with education. Right. A lot of the older generation, they are accustomed to doing things in a certain way that are it's extremely inappropriate. Just like we had a conversation before, me and you, Dr. Chris, that if you have to hug your boss every day, like if they come in for a hug every hey, it's good to see you every single day, that's sexual harassment. Because now you feel obligated to hug your boss every day, even when you don't want to. And so a lot of the older generation, they don't understand that. They're not uh, aware of it. So she said she wanted to help him, you know, 
go and be like, listen, I was wrong. I didn't quite understand um, what I was doing and blah, 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 blah. Then she found out that he uh, was being charged with sexual assault. And that's when she dropped him. Yes. After and, that. and then what came after that was rape. Rape. Yes. Right. So it, it like rolled out as to bigger, more people came right. out. It became more expansive. And yeah. then she was like, I think, I think what happened was, I think that she, in her mind, wanted to do something good. Um, and it kind of backfired and she got the shitty end of the stick. Right. Um, and I felt bad for her. Um, I felt more bad for his victims. Sure. And I, you know, I understand what she was trying to do, but it just, you know, it just, it just didn't. But that's how you handle it. You just acknowledge openly what your intent was as she did. Yeah. And then right the wrong in the best way you can, which was to say, I'm not comfortable representing him. So I fired him as a client. Yeah. And all's well. Right. You know, like that's the way to own that. But I mean, they went in on her though. I know. <laughs> yeah. They went in on her really Ugh. bad. Like, I can't believe that you would actually represent a guy like that. But I don't know. I mean, that okay. So let's say I was a lawyer and you were being accused. Right. And me and you were close and you're right. just like, Amber, I didn't fucking mean it like that. Like I didn't. But the, okay. But, but you're, you didn't you're, tell you're me nailing the, the question. Yeah. <clears throat> was he honest with her? Yeah. To what extent? He wasn't. To what extent obviously. was he aware? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and, and I, I, that happens to me as a therapist where people come into my office having done some really heinous things and my job is to support them and to empathize with them and to try to aid them. Right. And that's what a lot of lawyers have to do. That's what doctors have to do with um, murderers and perpetrators that are injured that come into the ER and they have to resuscitate them and do surgeries on them. Right. Knowing the heinous things they might have done. And so, yeah, people in the legal field and the healthcare field were often ethically and legally bound to service and help people that have done some really horrible things. Yeah. And so now um, the allegations are just um, insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I mean, it is like really, you know, really super, super famous women that are coming out um, that really don't need his money. They, don't, I think this, this is like the opposite of like the Bill Cosby thing because everyone was like, well, they just want money from him and they just want to sue him. But these these fucking women are loaded. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, they want fucking justice at yeah. this point. Yeah, the multitude of names and 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 the size of, and I think, oh, man, we're gonna hear more. I feel like every day there's more names coming out. Um, what's interesting for me to watch is how his team, whoever it is that's counseling him or helping him, is trying every possible escape route because they're also throwing around the, he can't help it. He's mentally ill. It's sex addiction. We need to send him off to treatment. Oh my God. <clears throat> and that's that's what I was spending a lot of last week and week before in the news talking about was, yeah, no. Lupita just came out. <laughs> like, oh, did she? Yeah. See, I didn't hear that. See, was- she just came out and she said that um, that he uh, was like, hey, come to my room. And she was like, um, okay. Because if a big executive is like, hey, come to my room, you're going to be like, oh, well, maybe he's going to show me like, you know, all his awards right. or like, you know, like I'm having a meeting with him. So like, yeah, for sure. You're not going to think, hey, you want to take your clothes off and get a massage? Is that what he did? That's what he said to her. You know what I mean? So like you want to give people the benefit of the doubt, right? But then you, you're you just like, okay, this guy is like an executive. He's He would never try anything crazy. And so you walk into his room and you're just like, I can't believe he just said that. That's what That was her. That's what she said. It's heartbreaking. 
Yeah. I hope I hope what comes of it, the benefit to this is maybe other perpetrators stopping realizing that they're not going to get away with it or more victims coming forward and holding more people accountable and that there's like a massive ripple effect. You know, what's really fucked up. It's the same thing with Donald Trump, how he said, you know, he's going to grab women by the pussy because when you have that much power, I can only imagine there's probably so many other women that didn't come forward yet that probably, you know, did do things with him or felt obligated to do things with him because of who he is. You know how you always talk about compassion. Yes. So let's say, you know, it was a, you know, a young girl or a girl that just was like, fuck, like I can lose my chance to be in a huge movie. I can lose millions of dollars. I can, you know, like, God, like, do I have to do this? I think I have to do this. If you're broke and you're struggling to survive and you're desperate yeah, you're going to have less agency and less confidence and less ability to maybe feel like you can take care of yourself, especially around someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I also worry just about everyone else in his life because someone that is that, you know, narcissistic and lacks concern for other people, there's got to be even non-sexual ways that he was bullying and taking advantage of people. I would be shocked to hear that it was just sexually that he was abusing and taking advantage of people. Yeah. I have to believe he was just a very nightmarish person to be around, which I have heard from other people. So, Did you see uh, Lindsay Lohan come out and say something? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> to his defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you a story about Lindsay Lohan? Sure. Okay. So one time um, I was, um, we were at a party and um, we were like all, this was like years ago. We were all like drinking, you know, like just being young or whatever. And, um, I was like, I was like, Hey, Lindsay, can I bum a cigarette? And she was like, yeah, sure. And she was like, look, I don't even smoke like that. So like whenever you want a cigarette, like you could just take one, like it's all good or just whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. So we're like drinking, we're dancing, we're partying or whatever. Time goes by. And I was like, Hey, can I have another cigarette? She was like, Oh my God, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this girl? She was like, who the fuck are you? Wow. And I said, you just talked to me like a half hour ago and you told me I can have another cigarette like because you don't smoke like that and you had a whole pack. But like, okay, cool. Like she literally didn't remember me from like a half an hour. And I stood next to her the whole time and danced (laughs) like the whole fucking time. Ah, poor thing. And, you know, cocaine is a hell of a drug. It'll do something. Or I don't know. I don't know. You know. I don't know what it was, but like, I I just, I feel like, I feel like to not remember me. That's like how Donald Trump doesn't remember his own wife next to him. Oh, that again. Yeah. Like I can't. He was like, he was like, um, Lania wanted to be here, Puerto Rico, but, uh, (laughs) and we, sadly, we can't blame cocaine for that. We have to just blame being that self-centered. You never know. You never, you never, never know. So now, um, off topic, they say that, um, Melania has like a double. I saw that article. Dude. And they're like, who is that girl standing next to him? It was fucking not her. Dude, it was they not her. They were comparing her. like noses. And, you know, the hair didn't look real either. That It she was had. not her, bro. Oh, that's wild. Leave it to them to be the couple that would have like a stand in. I think Melania is just so over it and I can't wait for her to divorce him and just. She secretly divorced him and moved to a different country. And so they have no, a stand No, stay here, bitch. Stay here. Uh, Come yeah. to my slut walk. And. <laughs> I would wait a minute. And like stand with the we next president. We need Melania at next year's slut walk yes. as the keynote speaker. 
seriously <laughs> oh that would be powerful as all hell yeah i was really disappointed i mean listen when Lindsay when Lindsay said that it was like Lindsay maybe he didn't do that to you mm. but don't think that he didn't do that to anybody else or don't be naive about it yeah and that, and again that goes back to the, the the problem with uh sexual assault victims and them trying to be believed in our culture is that you know a lot of people don't come forward because they're afraid of being shamed or not believed or slut shamed and it's like there's a little example of that you know yeah. what all of these women are making this up right heartbreaking yeah heartbreaking what's going on with um bill cosby he's going back to trial i have a friend in philadelphia who runs a lot of um protests outside the courthouse and she was just posting about going back down there so i think going back to court for some i i, I don't at the look i don't know well is it just is it the statute of limitations it. is that what it that's why he's getting away with a lot of it because it's like 20 years later yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the law is for that in Philadelphia. I'm trying to see if I can bring it up really quickly on her page. Um, but each state's different. But she was saying that. Da, 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 um, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I don't know. I can't find it. But um, yeah, well, she's got she's got on lockdown though. Whatever's happening, she's kind of heading that charge. And then we have the whole hashtag Me Too. Me too. Explain. So, um, Alyssa Milano, I believe a week ago, uh, talked about asking victims of sexual assault to hashtag Me Too and to post it on their Facebook or their Twitter as a way to kind of get um, to feel the impact of the severity of all of the victims of sexual assault. Wow. And, you know, past couple of days going on my Facebook, it's just everyone posting me too me too and it's really it, it it's intent has been realized to feel the impact of seeing that many females that you know right coming forward and saying yes i in some form have had sexual assault sexual abuse rape or i've encountered some form of that yeah is mind-boggling and what's so upsetting is i that feel like i feel like it's almost everybody that's what it that's what it's that's what it does feel i feel like. like we all as women um have experienced that in some yes, way yes but that is the impact is yeah. holy shit but what's really upsetting is that it takes a campaign like that for people to really care yeah well yeah because it's like statistically one out of four and it's like no dude no it's one cares like, about because, stats you yeah, have to because, see the people you know well yeah and also because it's like statistically all right stats is basically like who came out and fucking said something that has a record of it it's higher the numbers got to be higher and so just two things i have to call out around that so the me too thing is going is massive but it isn't it wasn't i just have to call it wasn't started by Liz milano although she's the one who brought it forward 10 years ago a woman of color named tarana burke is the one who started it for women of color that were sexual assault victims so i just want to give a shout out to her she's the original founder of this um but uh, yeah. All right, that's some fucking heavy ass shit. Welcome back to Love Line with Amber Rose and certified sex therapist Chris Donahue. We got a caller. Okay, uh, we have Brooke on the line. Hey, Brooke. Hi, Amber. Hi, you're on with me and Dr. Chris. How can we help you? Okay, this is crazy because my friend Hallie from work literally just turned me on to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been listening to your podcast. I've oh, been listening awesome. to your podcast, and 
I literally listen to it every single day, so I'm obsessed, and I'm so excited. Welcome, Yay. welcome. <laughs> That's awesome. So my, my story is kind of, um, I know you guys don't judge, but my story is not right, so here we go. No judgment. So my problem is I have been seeing this guy, and I met him when I worked at a certain place, and we went on a coffee date. And everything was great. And then I decided to Instagram creep way too late and found out that he had a girlfriend. Oh. So we continued to see each other. And um, he invited me to his birthday party. So I brought my friend with me and we went. And I'm like dancing with this girl and I, she's like dope. And we're having a good time. We're drunk. And she's um, like, yeah, it's my boyfriend's birthday party. And I'm like, what? I was like, that's your boyfriend? And she's like, yeah. So the day after, I get on Instagram, and they're engaged. Wow. He never mentioned it to me, nothing. Let me ask you a question. And Let me ask you a question, bro. We, what, yeah. made you, what made you not say anything to him and kind of keep rolling forward and go to his party when you found out he had a girlfriend? Um, Because he was hot, and I was interested. <laughs> I like that you're and honest. And I was being selfish. I like that you're honest. Um, and yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead. So my problem is um, this is still going on. It's been a year. And I told him, I was like, well, what happens when you get married? What's going to happen? He's like, nothing. Everything's going to be the same. What do you think about that, Brooke? <laughs> so I, so wait, she I said that she wanted to keep talking to him because she liked him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, but here's the problem. It's time for me to let go because even though it's not my relationship and I shouldn't care about, like, you know, what he's doing to her. No, you should. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Land that airplane. No, you you should care what he's doing to her. I feel guilty. And at one point I said, I'm going to tell her. I can't do this. And I decided not to because he was, like, begging me not to tell. Yeah. So I mean, um, I decided not to. Go so ahead. how do I get myself out of the situation? Because now wait, hold on, Brooke, I'm hold on. Yeah. Amber, Amber was going to do what she did last time, which was she's going to say the one thing and then she's going to rename. No, it, I'm so not. No, what I was going <laughs> to say was is that we had a caller. We did. Um, that had a, a similar situation, and you know he was saying that he was going to tell, you know, his partner's significant other, um, and then we said that we weren't, we didn't think that that was Correct. a good choice, right? Um, right, because we don't know how dangerous that person is. I think I listened to that. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, that and that was that was the most powerful reason. And the reason, the other reason that just w I was reminded of that we didn't talk about that day was also, um, you know, again, I don't know what's going on in her, in this woman's life, and we want to also be aware of that where there's a there's better time and worse times for these kinds of things to come forward because this is like a big deal. And so I would want it to be on him to figure out when the best time is to come forward to that, if at all. But I don't want that on you. But you definitely do need to not be involved. And I do want you to care that there's someone else being injured by this. Yeah. And I also want you to know that, you know, um, like, uh, what are you really going to get out of it? Like this whole thing with him? Like he's going to marry the girl. He's going to marry her. He's going to continue right. to see you. Um, you're, you're probably never going to get married to him. And if he does divorce her and marry you, he's going to do the same thing to you. Nine out right. Of 10. And that's what I told him. And I was like, well, why don't we just try like an open relationship thing? He's like, heck no, she would never go for that. And I was like, okay. But the problem is like, he started doing things that a boyfriend does. He remembered my Starbucks order. He would come over with that. Every time he came over, he was putting money in my bank account through the cash app. 
don't don't be like, suckered in by that though. That is a compliment. You know I mean? That's adorable, but like not good enough. You know? I know, and that's what that's what like really made me fall for him because I was like, wow, he's treating me like a girlfriend. And then I my main question is like, how do I get out of this without like? What's the easiest way for me to get out of it? Leave. A hundred percent. Yeah. Just, Just leave. leave. You, ha- babe. You have to. Because one, I mean, listen, I don't know if you believe in karma, but karma's a motherfucker. I know, and it'll happen to me. And you know what I'm saying? Like, this girl is in a relationship with a dick, with an asshole. Like, he's just like, for him to be doing this to her and even propose to her, marry her and be like, yeah, you know, me and you are still going to be together just because I'm married. Like, so what? I mean, that's horrible. And the crazy part is, like, we slept together two days before his birthday for the first time. You need to get out 100%. So you should let, I I would say this, let him know, hey, I need to be out of this for a multitude of reasons to take care of myself. I'm not comfortable being a part of something like this. So I need you to not communicate with me anymore. And you need to then stop taking his phone calls, unfollow him on every social media, don't creep on his social media, and you need to start getting out there and dating. (sighs) Well, that's good advice. I just need to actually do it. You got to do it, babe. You have to do it. Because at the end of the day, either she's going to be heartbroken, you're going to be heartbroken, you're both going to be heartbroken. You're going to cry either way. Just cry and it out. And that's the thing, too. And- like, I stopped dating because I was so, like, focused around him. I'm like, I'll just be the loyal one and he can have both of us. And everything will be great. Nope. But then I started to realize, like, I can't live that way forever. And, like, no. I know I don't deserve that. Babe, that would be great if his if fiancé knew about it. That would be an right. amazing situation. Because you obviously don't care to have, you know what I mean, to share him with someone else. That's cool. But she has no idea. So she's in complete bliss and happiness. And she thinks she has this amazing guy that she's going to marry. And he really just doesn't give a fuck. About either of you. Because he's not really taking care of either of you 100%. So what do you, one more question, what do you consider someone that acts like that? Like, what what do you think psychologically is wrong with that person to think that everything's just like willy-nilly? He's selfish. Yeah. It's not, it's not really like, it's not. He's a jerk. I mean, he doesn't have like a massive mental health issue. He's just a selfish guy, narcissistic, not thinking about other people. Um, I would be, it would almost be letting him off the hook to give him like some mental illness and say he can't help yeah, it. But he, like, he knows what he's doing. You, you approach him about it. He said, it's fine. He's well aware, doesn't care. He's just not really relationally healthy. He's just a narcissistic totally. jerk. Yeah. He's yeah. a narcissistic jerk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and those are the ones that are super sweet and remember your Starbucks order and yep. like, they're You're the charming. ones. Yeah. They're charming. They're going to make you fall in love and be like, nah, listen, you know, I'm getting married, but so what? It doesn't matter. I still love you too. And like, it's, it's, it's all bullshit. He doesn't give a fuck about either of you. He wants his cake and he wants to eat it too. He's selfish as hell. And you know, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to hurt that girl like that. And you miss out on all the good stuff. Like Amber and me, I mean, we're both looking forward to like adorable uh, date night on Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve kisses. Like imagine not being able to have your partner with you who you love for those holidays. Yeah, he's going to be with her. I'm a sucker for that shit. I know. And it hurts every time that he posts something with her. I want to be like, that's so phony. Of course. And you're missing out on the adorableness of getting to post cute pictures together. I mean, have you seen Amber's Instagram? If I had to see one more picture, I'm guessing 21. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, maybe I can have that once I let go of all of this Amen. nonsense. Girl, there's so many guys out there for you, babe. Don't, don't, don't do that. You don't deserve. Well, it. You deserve better. Yeah, call back and let us know how it goes. We're gonna be keeping yeah. a tab on you. All right. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Mm. Damn, man. Right. She probably just really fell in love with him. Yeah. You know, manipulation is the motherfucker. Yeah, because he got her on the hook, kept it secret long enough for her to fall in love. Yeah, and then she's like, wait, you have a girlfriend? He's like, but yeah. Don't worry know, about like it. It's, it's no big deal. We're only going to get married. Yeah. I it's mean, not that deep. <laughs> we'll be together forever secretly. Yeah. That's horrible. That's a fucking horrible. And to the guys doing that kind he of shit. He must have some bomb ass dick. Woo. Wow. Good D. Sheesh. He's got the good D, the magic D. He got D. that stroke, honey. <laughs> to the dudes doing that to people, though, that's not cool. That's not cool. There's nothing okay about that. That's horrible. And the people letting someone do that to you have some self-esteem and take care of yourself. But you know what? As women, we're, we're, she's probably mm-hmm. like, does he have a mental illness? I need to take care of him because of that. Like, that's what she wanted. Yeah. <coughs> she wanted there to be something wrong with him so she can have an excuse of why he does what he does. Yeah, no. No, he's just a selfish <laughs> jerk. He's it's like the Harvey asshole. Weinstein thing. He's a bully and a jerk too. He yeah. knows what he's doing. There's not a mental illness there, unfortunately. You yeah. Know? Um, ouch. I, it breaks my heart. I mean, imagine being in love with someone and you go on their social media and there they are. Fuck. With somebody. But that's why like the great, one of the greatest gifts for research is social media. Do your homework. Like, dude, right? I've been you were all up on up that within through- five minutes. Shit. <laughs> Anyone that someone you're dating has ever hashtagged or like posted with, you're like looking at their account. You're like, dude, I went through all the followers. I went through all the fucking, (laughs) I went through everything. I went to the bottom of his damn page. You had your team going through all the way through everything. I want to know everything. You were like, Jessica, you take A through F. (laughs) You take F through K and you go through everybody's page. Yep. Straight up. And, and ask questions. What? Who's this? Why are you following this person? What, nope. Uh-uh. Unfollow. Oh, it's too good. It's too Don't good. Don't let me get your phone while you're sleeping. <laughs> it's a wrap. You going to wake oh, up following man. two people, me and your mom. And mother can, mother can afford to hire personal investigators. So okay. Don't even try. Don't play with me. <laughs> oh my god it's so good i've never had anything like that happen though where i was seeing someone and then found out secretly they were like committed to someone else i did you did i was i was dating a guy years ago back in philly um i felt like he was like my first love at the time and um i was just like obsessed and mm. we did everything together and we went out on dates and like movies and out to eat and you know, he was like a dope boy. So he had like a lot of money and he would like spoil me and take me shopping and shit. And then, um, did you know your Starbucks order? I didn't drink Starbucks back then, <laughs> but you weren't bougie enough. He, yeah. But he was like, he was like super, he was super nice and super sweet. Met my mom, mm-hmm. you know, and then I, uh, I ran into one of his friends and he was like, Oh, you know, Kenny. Oh shit. I shouldn't have said his name. Fuck. Oh, Delete man. that. <laughs> Delete it. I didn't even notice that. I was just wrong with it. And he was like, yo, you know, so-and-so. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, he was like, um, damn, I can't believe he's having another baby. Ain't that crazy? Oh, you've told this story. Yes. And I was like, a 
baby what do you mean you're like i'm not pregnant and he and his friend was like yeah he's having a baby and i cried my eyes out in front of his friend and he was like dude was wrong and i was like that that i thought that was my boyfriend like i was just like i didn't how stealth was this guy though that he could spend time like that with you and never know that there's a <clears throat> wow yep People got a lot of free time a lot of free time a lot of free time i don't know <sighs> if his you know girlfriend was like working at the time i have no idea but yeah he definitely had a baby on me kind of or i was the side chick and i didn't even know you were the side piece yeah it's horrible being like i would never purposely be a side piece yeah like i'm uncomfortable with that but to know that you're the side piece and like like when you find out like in that kind of way you're just like holy shit that's so fucked up like you feel me as a person i felt bad for the girl yeah because i'm just like yeah, yeah, you're like that yeah, yeah i just was like damn that sucks let's talk about this amazing website called HelloFresh. yes so they sent us um a kit a meal kit and we both cooked it was absolutely amazing and um each week HelloFresh creates a new delicious recipe and you know step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone to you know cook at home yeah i got the veggie one Mm -hmm. and you got the meat one yeah and basically it all came in a box and each one comes with all the food measured out as you need in the little packages easy with a little picture sheet that shows what it looks like how to do it guess what I don't cook, although I started cooking mm-hmm. and banged them babies out and they were delicious. Easy. Yeah. And they deliver it straight to your doorstep in recyclable um, box, uh, uh, excuse me, in a recyclable box for free. So um, they even have breakfast options and uh, for $30 for your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code LOVELINE30. So for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code LOVELINE30. It really is super easy and the food is absolutely delicious. And it's the, you know, the best part about it is for like special date night. Yeah. When um, you want to make sure it's prepared and it's something good and it's something quality and it's cuisine. Yeah. Because my stuff was like fancy, fancy, fancy yeah. beyond what I would normally be able to prepare. Um, so I kind of felt like, you know, I had got some skills. So thank you, HelloFresh. Yeah, for sure. So check it out. Uh, HelloFresh, $30 off your first week. HelloFresh.com. Enter the promo code LOVELINE30. Welcome back to Loveline with Amber Rose and certified sex therapist Chris Donahue. Hey, Nikki. Hi. Hi, you're on with me and Dr. Chris. How can we help you? Hi. First of all, I just want to thank you guys for all the information that you put out there. Um, I'm a big supporter of your causes and everything. Thank you. Okay, so I was calling because I'm 25 years old. I'm a single mom. And I've just been having so much trouble, like, dating and finding good men. I mean, I have a bachelor's degree. I'm working on my master's. I'm physically fit. Um, I, I consider myself a beautiful, strong woman, but it's impossible to find like a quality guy. I've gone on dates that are going great. And then I share something about my daughter, like like whatever topic we're talking about, I'll kind of throw it in there and their, their faces are just like, what? And then, um, after that, there's like no second call, nothing. Do they have children? These guys? No, they don't. And I'm talking about like 31 year old late 20s 
Yeah. I mean, well, that's for me, you know, uh, being a mom, I usually like to date guys that have children um, because they get it. You know what I mean? They're going to understand when you can't go out to dinner at 8, 830 because that's when your baby goes to sleep and you need to put your kid to sleep <laughs> before you go out. Um, right. You know, or get a babysitter or, you know what I mean? Or just like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have the baby last week, but I have him this week. So, like, I can't really go and just get up right. and jump on a flight or go do something, you know? But And I love what you just said. And, like, hear what she didn't say and what she said. Amber was like, I don't lie about it. I don't hide mm-hmm. it. I own mm-hmm. it. Because if you're a parent, it's different. And don't have any shame about right. that. It's not better or worse. It's it's actually better in a lot of ways. And we can talk about that. <clears throat> but it's different. Right. It's just different. And, it, and don't be ashamed of that. that I was, something that I was kind of just concerned about is, well, it was, I'm not concerned. It's just kind of like, oh, it kind of sucks. It's like, I see all these other like girls that I know on Instagram and stuff. And they're also parents, but they're also dating. You know what I mean? Like... So I'm like, oh, well, what's wrong with me? Look, there's there were times in my life where I would not have been in the best place to date someone who had kids. And it was healthy for me to acknowledge that. But I'll tell you something. Most of my life, I have dated people that had kids. And the mm-hmm. beautiful gift in that was I got to do all the cool shit that I can't do <laughs> as an adult unless I have a kid. I got to go pumpkin picking. I got to go to Disneyland. I got to act stupid. I got to watch cartoons. I <laughs> loved it. And so I say that yeah. to all, any guys or girls out there that don't understand that dating someone as a kid can be a really beautiful entry point into other things, but acknowledge that it is different. And also remember what it was like before you had a kid, right? Because I remember right. like before I had Sebastian, I, you know, I really didn't know how to interact with kids that well. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so, like, I dated a guy that had a kid, like, when I was young. And Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, I was like, why did you have a kid? Like, (laughs) you know, like, I really felt, I really felt that way because I was immature and I was Mm -hmm. stupid. And I was just like, why do you have a kid? Like, God, like, I just want to go out and, like, you can't go out because you got to watch your kid. Like, I don't, but now that I have a child and my boyfriend has three, it's like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm taking my kid over there. He's taking his kids over here. And we're just going to have <laughs> kids running around everywhere. But and your, it's awesome. your, your stress, Amber, and your disinterest in that dude who had kids, that was honest. And I'm glad you're able to be forward about that. Because if you at that point in your life did want to go out late, you shouldn't be dating a dude with kids. Yeah. And that was great. And he right. needed to know that. And yeah. so almost say thank you to the guys that are like, oh, if you a kid, I'm not interested. It's like, okay, good to know. Like, I want to know that up front. Babe, there's nothing yeah. cooler than dating a guy that has kids. I promise you, if you find out a guy doesn't have kids, I swear to God, just be like, all right, this this conversation was cool, um, but I'm going to go over here because I'm telling you, when a guy has kids, he will completely your stress level will be so like low because you're just going to be happy because then you can finally bring the kids together. They can play together. Mm -hmm. And while the kids are playing together, you guys can get to know each other better. Uh, that makes sense. I just, I guess I kind of shy away from that just because like of the drama or just like you don't have a lot of time. So I'm not sure if I, and I'm just being honest, like I'm, I don't think I would want to date somebody with kids. And I know that sounds kind of off because I have one, but I just Why? feel like Why I, is I would that? have to, sh- because I would have to share that time with them and then figuring out like the schedules. And I, and I speak from like a place where I've done that before and it was super difficult. 
Oh, that's interesting. Cause I kind mm-hmm. I th- I kind of look for that. Yeah, you know and I mean? I mean, there's so many. I understand there's so many pros from doing that because I mean they know how to be around kids. You could kind of trust them more and everything. But it's kind of for me for my previous experiences because I've actually dated two people who had children. It and this was pre pre having my my daughter, and it was just like well, that's what messy. I mean. It was before your daughter. You know what yeah. I mean? So now that you have a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Now you you and them can both understand the dynamic because, you know, before it's like they're like, oh, well, you know, I have to spend time with my kid. But now you can be like, hey, well, I could bring my kid over and now mm-hmm. our kids can play together while me and you get to know each other better. Okay, that makes sense. And I have a question um, for Dr. Chris is, mm-hmm. So the place where I work, um, we handle a lot of divorce and custody. So I think that makes me even more fearful because I deal with, like, messy situations every single day. So I think just from self-analyzing, I feel like I, I think that if I date somebody who doesn't have children, I won't have to go through that maybe. Right, because in your analysis of yourself, you're saying that the problem was that they had kids and that added to the stress and complexity of it all? Mm-hmm. No, but I'm that's, asking you. That's, <clears throat> that's how what, why guys treat her like that. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, so it makes me feel even more insecure. It really, it honestly all comes down to the health of the people we're talking about. Like again, mm-hmm. I dated single people that were completely unable to manage a schedule and their time and there were no kids involved and it was a shit show didn't work. <laughs> right. I dated people that had twins and oh everything <laughs> went beautifully because it, we were two uh, really healthy, grounded, authentic adults that could manage schedules well. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it isn't necessarily inherently about whether or not they have kids. It's what's going on in your right. life and their life and how much time do you have, mm-hmm. how much time do they have, how interested are they in you, how interested are you and they, because you make it work. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. You can meet a guy with no kids who loves kids mm-hmm. and loves your kids and then something horrible happens that changes his life and makes his life complex in a different way. And that's why we mm-hmm. can't necessarily think in those specific terms. So, so just kind of go off of what the situation is and absolutely. go into it with a more open. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And remember that your kids will grow up at some point and they'll need less time and attention from you as well. Right. And I'm, and I'm like, I mean, I think I'm a pretty great mom and I'm proud of being a mom. My friends tell me, you know, and everything, but, I just, I don't know, I, I guess I just don't feel like the same, you know, as when I was single and I'm trying to come to terms with how can I feel sexy while being a mom too. Oh, that's it. And that's yet another point we walk, walk into is how do I feel sexy mm-hmm. being a mom? Because in our culture, we struggle to see those words as very similar mom. Mom I mean, this is everything though. that I talk about. Yeah, like, every this day. is just I Amber know, all wrapped up in up one. I you so much, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> you are like the definition of hot mama. <laughs> Find your inner Amber Rose. Yes, please. yes. I mean, that's the thing, babe. It's you. You know. Oh, my little boys outside. Sorry, waving. It's um, <clears throat> you know, it, this is the thing. When when guys see us as moms or just society they're like all of a sudden we need to cover up and wear cardigans and be motherly Mm -hmm. and maternal and we're not allowed to be sexy or like sex anymore and it's all complete fucking bullshit um you know confidence will bring you a long way because Mm -hmm. you know i say this all the time when have you ever seen somebody on the dance floor that maybe 
you know, you didn't think was maybe that attractive initially, but they just had so much confidence that they went out there and they just killed it. And you're just like, wow, there's something about them. Like they don't give a shit. They live their life to the fullest. Like Dancehall Chrissy. Mm -hmm. I bring up Dancehall (laughs) Chrissy all the time. Like he has so much confidence that like you look past his belly, you look past, you know, everything that Mm -hmm. you could possibly initially look at you're just like man he's so sweet he's so amazing he's so Mm -hmm. funny he lives his life to the fullest and you know that makes him sexy and that's how you should live your life babe like don't live it for anybody else just be you dress how you want to dress yeah he will love me for me because i've been told okay i will i know i'm taking forever but one of my really good guy friends i've known since i was 12 he told me because I was kind of complaining of like, oh, I'm single. It's like really hard to find somebody. And he was like, well, you're a really strong woman. And he's like, and you have a lot going for you. He pretty much said like, I scare guys away by the wow. good things about me. Bullshit. That made no sense. Bullshit. And it kind of messed me up a Bullshit. little bit. You know why? Number one, look at Amber's life. Amber's no shrinking, fragile flower. Okay. Hell she finds no. guys along her. <laughs> Great. <And> number two, <laughs> confident people, healthy, confident people, like healthy, confident people. If you need to mm-hmm. act a certain way. To, for a guy to like you, then this is not someone who's really interested in you or an authentic person. Like mm-hmm. healthy people don't want people that play games like that. And so that's yeah. bullshit. You know, I, I think of my brothers who are both actually newly single and they both say the same thing. Um, we want really successful, confident women that know who they are. They are mm-hmm. absolutely not looking for women that are going to like, quote unquote, act like a lady yeah let them they're they're so fucking turned off by that um my older brother gets hit on by women and they give him their number and he fucking loves that shit yeah like how cool was that Mm -hmm. yeah girl on the subway the other day really cool i'm like that's awesome he's like how hot you know yeah so anyway but nikki i i my advice to you is now that you do have a child try to go back and and date someone that has kids i mean i okay as as a mom um i that would be my advice for you I love mm-hmm. the fact that my boyfriend has children and I have a kid because he just fucking gets it and yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. And when he has to be on the phone with his baby's mom, it's like, I don't feel jealous. I don't right. feel angry. I don't feel weird mm-hmm. about it. I don't feel like he's cheating or I'm just like, shit, I got to be on the phone with my baby dad too. Like, it's just, <laughs> we got to go over schedules and figure out when we're going to pick up the kids. And like, it's just a part mm-hmm. of life and you just get it. You just get it. It just okay. it just comes so natural. And I have one more question. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Nikki, Sorry. we got other people. All right, well, all right, too. one more question, one more, one Last more. Question. Okay, so because of my age, I'm wondering if maybe I should try to date a little older or just. Girl, my like man is guys. nine years younger than me. Nine. It doesn't, nine. I'm nine years older than my boyfriend. Nine years old. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> And it's amazing. It's just, it really just depends on the person. Yeah, again, that's the number one thing I can tell you. People talk about age appropriate. No, I promise you, working as a therapist, no one, I can't tell someone's maturity or health by their number of years they've been on the planet, sadly. Yeah. And there's some people that are in their very early 20s, like yourself, who are very Mm -hmm. evolved, very healthy, very mature. I'm also dating someone 10 years younger. Oh, me and Amber are both someone 10 years younger because. (laughs) <laughs> I we both found people that are compatible mm-hmm. and give us what we want and who the fuck yeah. cares about age? Yeah, who gives a fuck? You know? All right, we gotta go. <laughs> bye, <laughs> bye you. guys. Bye. 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 I love her. She's like, wait, one more question. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope. 
Um, so guess what time it is? Oh, what time? It's trivia time. Ooh, I love trivia time. Yay. But it's Halloween trivia. Oh my well you okay, first of all, my birthday is October twenty first. Dun 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 Um and uh Halloween is my favorite holiday. Um and second of all, my birthday is October twenty seventh. It is? It is. Fuck, I gotta Biatch. get you a present. And uh Halloween's <laughs> also pretty awesome because it's right because it's closer to mine. I just love Halloween because it's like one day of the year where you can be whoever the mm. fuck you want and no Hells one will yeah. judge you. It's Hells like slut yeah. walk. Hells yeah. All right, go ahead. No one will think out of your lawn having dismembered body parts that are here. Oh, yeah, we love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So these are actually really interesting. Producer Anne, um, I'm sorry, there's like fuzz. Well, you're sitting on a fucking fuzzy pillow. I know, and it's literally everywhere. So Anne pulled these out. These are actually really fascinating. Number one, are you ready? Yeah. Number one, the jack o' lantern was first made of A, watermelons, B, cantaloupe, C, turnips, or D, pumpkins? Turnips. How did you know that? I know Stop everything Halloween, playing. bro. I thought you were for sure you were going to get that wrong say pumpkins. No. What? Come on. Oh, you're kidding me. Keep okay. giving it to me. <clears throat> All right, ready? Number two. I mean, turn... Okay. Turn up? Logically, turnips. I don't even like, know what a turnip looks like. A turnip is like a it's like an old Thanksgiving vegetable that you Stop. eat back in like the pilgrim days. So I can only assume logically that that was the first jack o' lantern. Who is this girl? Who are you? Okay, <clears throat> move. I'm gonna. You're not gonna know the rest. I promise. All right. Number two. <clears throat> According to superstition, if you stare in a mirror at midnight on Halloween, who would you see? Oh shit! She's gonna pray. A Bloody Mary. Wait, Aunt, this isn't right. A, Bloody Mary. B, your future spouse. C, your death. Or D, dead ancestors. If you stare into the mirror at midnight on Halloween. Bloody Mary. Yes. Well, that's not what it said. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm giving you that yes. Because okay. it's Bloody Mary. Anne has here that it's your future spouse. No. And you fucked that up, like, man. That's not true. I mean, <laughs> I've never heard. It's Bloody Mary, Anne. It's fucking Bloody Everyone Mary, Everyone knows Anne. it's Bloody Mary. And you say three times, Anne. <clears throat> okay, ready? Yeah. It's about to get real. Where did Halloween... I'm just saying I got two right, but you go did. ahead. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Halloween originate? A, England, B, America, C, Scotland, or D, Ireland? America. <laughs> England. <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> Ireland. Really? I go to Europe and they don't really celebrate Halloween like that. Sorry, Amber. You don't know everything. Whatever. Uh, number four. What is the top selling candy for Halloween? Snickers, candy corn, M&M's, or Reese's? Candy corn. Yes. Let's see. Oh, this one's really scary. All right. Let's fucking say it. Okay. How many witches were burned at the stake in the Salem witch trials? This one's actually surprising. 13, 20, 33, or none? 13. No, none. Really? Really? I We're going to need to double check these facts. I was going to say like 42 or something. We're going to have to double check these facts, Anne. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anne. 13 just sounds like a scary number, like Friday the 13th. Like, I don't know. Oh, this one's actually kind of interesting. Which day of the year has the highest candy sales? October 28th, 29th, 30th, or 31st? The highest candy sales. 31st. No! The 28th. Because everyone's prepared. Oh. Uh, so last minute. One more. 
I don't like that one. Oh, just fucking okay. say it. Uh, what does the English word hallow mean? Sin, spirit, saint, or spook? What's it? What's it? What is it again? What does the English word hallow mean? Sin, spirit, saint, or spook? Sin. Saint. Saint Ween? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Again, and prepared this. I'm gonna teach my son Saint Ween. It sounds like I'm Ween. calling bullshit on that entire quiz. Saint Sorry Ween. about it. Welcome back to Love Line with Amber Rose and certified sex therapist Chris Donahue. All right, we have Claire on the line. Hey, Claire. Hi, Amber. Hi. How are on? you? Good, honey. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. How can we help you? Oh, of course. I just want to say happy birthday first. Thank you. I saw it's your birthday tomorrow. Um, but my question is kind of a little bit more uh, for Dr. Chris. It's kind of a little bit more on the academia side of okay. uh, attraction is the focus. Um, a little bit of context. <laughs> so I was thinking a couple days ago about some characteristics that I find very attractive in men, whether it be crooked teeth or dark eyes or dark hair. And I was thinking, is attraction to these characteristics uh, like a simple, very primitive thing, or is it a little bit more complex? Is it like a cultural, uh, hormonal, or just like a little bit of clarification on why I like these very, very particular things and why someone would be attracted to particular things maybe in myself or of that nature? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think, you know, people in my field love to reduce it down to these really primal um, evolutionary uh, basic needs and whatnot. And I don't, I don't buy into evolutionary theory at all. Um, I think a lot of the things that we find hot and arousing are so culturally specific and socially created because there's very few things that are cross-culturally attractive to everyone. And it changes throughout time where there's periods of time where we found larger, heavier bodies, more attractive. And it was a sign of having wealth because you could eat a lot. There's still cultures um, that still prioritize thicker, bigger bodies and, and force feed themselves. And then over here in America, you know, the majority of us tend to prioritize thinner, smaller bodies and all those things kind of change. So I think a lot of it's culture and the upside and downside of that is that we have a lot of control and power over what we find attractive and also who we see and deem to be desirable, which sadly works against some people. Can I jump in? Please. Okay. So, um, I think that it really starts from when you start liking boys or girls or whatever you're into, right? So when you're mm -hmm. like a teenager, Dr. Chris, yes. like when you're like a teenager, right? And yeah. you start looking and you know, your hormones are raging. Right. You're just like, okay, this is what's around me. This is in my neighborhood. Yes. This is in my school. So you kind of become accustomed to people that are Correct. around you. Um, and then you're like, okay, that kind of becomes your thing because that's all you see all the time. Yes. And, and, and they have this thing called, it's a big word that is very simple. It's called social fields theory and they apply it to sex and basically saying that, yeah, there's certain subcultures that will have norms that they've decided is attractive and people that socialize in those circles will find those, th those things hot, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why you, a lot of your friends and you might find similar traits hot. But you're also limited by what you encounter. And so as we travel or watch different kinds of porn or have different sex partners, we can have our arousal expanded yeah. and realize, wow, I never found that body shape or that behavior hot. Right. I do now. And so whatever you're turned on by, know that there's 
plasticity and movement and shift available in that. But it's a good question. That's very interesting. So it's more psychological, not so much like a hormone release necessarily. I mean, our, and our, it can be changed. Go yeah, on. Yeah, you, you have to remember that there's all these different factors and systems always at play and some of them can add more weight or disrupt other ones. And the more we engage in something, the more we strengthen and solidify that. So our hormones associated, sure. Our pleasure-based neurochemicals associated, sure. The more we engage with something and the habits around it, sure. But all those things can actually also be shifted. Like as we get older, things change. So where we, when we move around, so we can't ever pin it down to one specific thing, I guess is the easy answer is it's such a complex thing. Some people can really go backwards and look at events in their childhood that seem really consistent and connected to things they find arousing as an adult, like early childhood events of different kinds. And then there's some people that it is so disconnected from their early life or anything they've encountered. They're really unclear where this possibly could have come from. And so it kind of disrupts the theories. Very cool. That's very interesting. Thank you so much for your insight, Dr. Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, thank you. Bye. All right, everyone. That's the end of our show. For your chance to be a part of our show, please call and leave your questions at 213-375-5258. Make sure you leave a voicemail for our beautiful producer, um, Anne. And uh, the number is 213-375-5258. She will give you a call back when we're in the studio and make sure you subscribe at lovelinewithamberrose.com. See you next week. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.